Welcome to the Advent Collective. A daily reflection drawing from Bible passages that are commonly read in this season of Advent. Our hope is that it will help us to grow as we live out our faith in the everyday moments of life. Hi, and welcome to another day of the Advent Collective. I'm Joel, and I'm part of the Student Church here at STC. I hope you've been enjoying the Advent Collective as much as I have so far. My dad and my uncle are huge Manchester United fans. Thankfully, I saw the light early enough and adopted Wednesday as my team, but I have to admit, I do still have a soft spot for Man United. A number of years back, we went to Rio Ferdinand's testimonial game. Now, he's a former Manchester United player, if football isn't your area of expertise. It turned out that our seats for that game were right in front of the VIP section. As we turned around and realised this, I saw my hero, Edwin van der Sar, the six foot five, no-nonsense, legendary Dutch goalkeeper a matter of inches away from me. I was so excited to see him, and my dad encouraged me to go up to him and get an autograph. I guess that would be a selfie if this happened in 2020. I don't know who let the selfie replace the autograph, but I'm fuming about it. But that's that's not the point of this story. I, I felt like I couldn't go up to him because he was literally Edwin van der Sar. It was a bizarre mixture of emotions, of pure joy, but also a sense of awe that the man I watched every single week on TV playing for my football club was now stood right in front of me. So what does Van der Sar have to do with the Christmas story? He wasn't there when Jesus was born, I'm pretty sure of that. But if we look at Luke chapter 1 verses 38 to 45, we read about Elizabeth's response to Mary's arrival. For context here, the angel Gabriel has already appeared to Mary to tell her that she will have a baby who will be called Jesus, the Son of God. And the angel Gabriel also tells her that her relative Elizabeth is pregnant despite her old age. So Mary goes to Elizabeth's house to talk about this. This was a journey of between 1,800 miles, by the way, so she's seriously committed to this. And Elizabeth seems to have a similar feeling to what I had when I saw Van der Sar, a mixture of awe and joy. Look with me at verse 43. Elizabeth says, But why am I so favoured that the mother of my Lord should come to me. She is clearly in awe of what God is doing, in awe of the fact that God has chosen to use her in this way. She feels unworthy. Yet in the very next verse, in verse 44, she says, As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. 
a sense of joy so overpowering that the baby in her womb physically responded to it. Reverence and joy. Two things which often seem incompatible, but two things that should be natural emotions in us when we are responding to what God is doing. And it's not just the Christmas story in which we see this either. In Psalm 150, the final psalm of the book, the psalmist tells us to praise God with the sounding of the trumpet in verse 3. And that's associated with the grandest and most solemn events. And then in verse 4, we are told to praise him with tambourines and dancing. And this is clearly a joyful celebration. Well, joyful if for some reason you enjoy dancing, that is anyway. Yet again, we are praising God with reverence and with joy. I know that I've not always felt like I can come to God with joy and reverence in my life. And this can be because of things going on in life that just make us feel like joy is impossible. And there might be things that come to mind for you now. And sometimes life makes us feel like there is no need to be in awe of God and we are distracted from his power, glory and beauty. I know that I felt all these things through 2020 quite a lot. If that's the same for you, then I really would encourage you to spend time with God in prayer, in worship and through reading the Bible. And hopefully, as we do that, we will feel that joy and reverence that we've seen in these passages this Christmas time. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for who you are. Thank you for how you are so good to us that it is only appropriate to come to you with joy and reverence. Sorry for when we've forgotten that and have come to you with the wrong attitude. Please help us to worship you with joy and reverence this Christmas and meet us wherever we are at so that does not feel out of our grasp. Thank you, Lord. Amen.